Dean, the world got the most uh, tragic, tragic news uh, today. Did it? Yeah. Like I said, we got the Mando trailer today, so what? The world is a give and take, right? You win some, you lose some. Uh, Cardi B officially is filing from divorce from Offset. Oh, man. my, My heart just couldn't bear the news. Oh, I'm excited, man. <clears throat> More rap for you. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are... Tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We'd like to take a second to thank our sponsor of our water scrapyard for this week's episode. Dude, during the intro, I tried clicking the I was video. Like, what are you I, doing? I clicked it like six times and it didn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those shows today. Uh, we got lots of people in the chat. Toy Mafia, Sean, Yahtzee, Danny Lee, Rainer. Uh, we have Vintage Viewport, one of the best podcasters out there in the chat. Whoa, whoa, what a guy. Whoa, whoa. Dean, we, have, um, we had a really light uh, week this week as far as the news go. We reached out to our Ox members. We got some topics. And I think we were able to craft, out of almost nothing, uh, a show. A I wouldn't say it's a good show, but, a, a, you know, with what we had to work with, I think we really made something amazing happen. SMH. It's going to be a great show. Before we get into the news, doing it is time for the world's favorite podcast segment. Yeah, are you ready? Yes. It's new this week. I'm so glad the button mm. worked. That is crispy, dude. Uh, yeah, so what you can do this week? I, I didn't get anything. I'm still waiting for my rocket. For your, what? Arriving, your rocket? Yeah, since it's arriving early, it, it's in Chicago right now. So uh-huh. by Friday, I'll have it. So Wow. Risky. And that was from Tim Sent? Yeah, in Hong Kong. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I had, a, I had an interesting week. Um, so if you recall, let's go back to the way back machine, Dean. About six, seven weeks ago, uh, I received a package from TNS, and inside the package was many things that I did not order, right? right. Uh, cut to a week and a half ago, I get a message from TNS, and they're like, hey, your your package is in the United States. This is the tracking number. And it was a USPS tracking number, which I thought was kind of odd. Usually, you get the China Post tracking. Right. And I asked them what was going on, and they said that a collector had received my original package. It was stuck in customs for almost three months and he received it. He had my, my figures and he was forwarding the package and uh, they Isn't were able, you offered to do. 
Yeah, but at that time, that guy's package was stuck in customs as well. Okay. And so the list of <clears throat> like there was a few people that package could have been for. And so, oh, you know what I mean? Uh, and so I, I got that package. And so I've gotten quite a few figures this week because that was stuff that I bought, you know, over the course of the last maybe 10 months. Right. And uh, so in the box was Spider Gwen by Bullethead, which is a fantastic figure. Uh, Django by Present Toys, which is honestly might actually be one of like my nomination for collecting weekly third party figure of the year. It's a flawless figure. Like when you get a figure and your biggest complaint is that the wrist pegs are the wrong color and the box is maybe a little bit too big, like some good fucking figure. Uh, and we'll talk about that figure here in a little bit, yeah, especially you because you're fucking picky. As oh, shit. dude, I'm super picky. <clears throat> Uh, but it's yeah. a it's a fantastic figure, and I was able to do some wheeling and dealing with some ox members, doing some trading, some buying, or uh, some trading and some selling, uh, to get the Magtent uh, 1.0 by Toys Era, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a pretty good figure. And then also the Ace Toys Red Ranger, which is a really impressive figure, but was probably one of the worst um, unboxing experiences that I've ever had. Uh, straight out of the box, snap three wrist pegs. Like those things are just super brittle. Uh, I don't think I've broken a wrist peg and maybe except for Kylo, but that wrist peg was like already had some issues, but before that's been like a year, uh, swapped it out for some, uh, hot toys, wrist pegs, and it's good to go. Uh, on Django, Eric says the whole body is actually white. It is white, but it's all covered. So you don't really ever see it. So, uh, I'm I'm okay if it's a white body. I just wish they went with brown pegs. Uh, we have Scott Bradley in the chat, uh, Eddie Renaissance Man, and Eric in the chat. So uh, Wait, definitely uh, Eric saying that the Django body is all white. Yeah, you know, like a generic body, it comes like with this shade of skin tone. The Django body, but you don't see it. Like it has a neck, a necked sculpt. That seems insulting to me. Well, I mean, I guess if that's a nitpick, sure. Like it should have been a brown body, but. I mean, everything else is flawless on that figure. It's yeah. uh, it's actually, it's so good, in fact, that it makes me want to buy the Calvin, which is a figure that I would never have considered had that figure not been as good as it was. Oh. And I think that's the mark of a of a truly good figure if it makes you look in, deeper into a line that you weren't going to look into. Uh, let's get into the news. So Hot Toys showed their Venomized Iron Man. Uh, it has not gone up for pre-order on Sideshow yet. In my opinion, I think this thing looks awful. Um, I know collectors have kind of maybe come to the point that Hot Toys might not have the license to make Venom Venom as an actual figure, and that's why they had to make it a vinyl figure. Uh, Whether or not that is accurate remains to be seen, but uh, this just... um, This is a vinyl figure? No, no, no. uh, Hot Toys made an actual Venom, but it was like an artist vinyl figure. Oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a real. It almost looks like one of those uh, Imagine Next like <laughs> Venom figures. It just looks awful. But uh, Dean, what do you think about this guy? I mean, almost nothing good. Yeah, it's it's like why? Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you're a fan of whatever property this is, Maximum Venom, it's cool. Yeah, but I don't know. To me, it just it doesn't look like Venom in the face. Like he almost looks like I don't know. It's like a horse. It, yeah, it's weird. 
Um, <clears throat> it's a cool concept with the Iron Man becoming venomized, but yeah. it's just like so weirdly executed. The the like crab legs coming out of it. <laughs> I think weird. I could maybe stomach this figure without the crab legs. But with all that weird. being said, like, I mean, technically speaking, I mean, this is a really nice figure. Like the sculpting looks fantastic. Uh-huh. The paintwork looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, I just don't. It's got interchangeable parts, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, there's one with the more Iron Man head uh-huh. than the full face. Then that's a, a venom symbiote sword. Yeah. And then I think there's another interchangeable hand or something, or maybe the leg. I don't remember. Toy Mafia like, says this might be somewhere around the four hundred and thirty dollar range. That's fucking insane. If this thing is four hundred dollars, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd pay a hundred dollars. But again, I, I don't know the property. I'm not like it's just maybe someone who knows what it is. It's like four hundred bucks. I'd pay six hundred bucks. You know, it just depends on how much you like it. But yeah, I don't know. To me, this is like a waste of <laughs> of uh, whatever plastic would, or metal they're making it out of. I would definitely say that. I believe the comment we want a venomized Eddie Brock. You're going to see that a lot in the group. So brace yourselves. If they go deep into this line, I think every time you get something that's not an actual Eddie Brock venom, I think you're going to hear people bitching and moaning and we'll be a, those people. What about a, just a venomized Eddie from the chat? With his That'd be cool. and he's all venomized. Oh my gosh. Actually, I think he said he got a Travis Scott burger today. So uh, good wow. for him. Uh, Leon S. Kennedy. Uh, from Resident Evil 2 from Damn Toys has gone up for pre-order. Uh, this figure is a little bit expensive, coming in at 265 releasing Q2 2021. Uh, Dean, I believe that you're a big Resident Evil guy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, my sister is. Yes. and uh, I like Resident Evil. Um, it's not like my go-to game, but I do enjoy Resident Evil. Uh, this seems really expensive. Yeah. Um, I mean, Damn Toys makes pretty good stuff, especially like weapons and armor, or not armor, but like SWAT gear. Yeah. So like, I want to say I get it, but also at the same time, he's not armed to the teeth like some of their other like military figures. Um, it's just this seems way high, two sixty, and that's not including. A sideshow tax, <laughs> yeah, tax and shipping. Uh, I, I don't know. That just seems really high. I guess it's an actual licensed product, so that might have something to do with it. Because uh, some, or if not most, Resident Evil figures aren't licensed at all. Yeah. Um, my sister has the Hot Toys Leon from Resident Evil Four. Uh huh. Both versions. I got her both of them. Um one of which is in this outfit. So I don't know if this is worth getting. Yeah. Uh, and that hot toys figure is old and it's, I think it's still better than this. He looks like a little kid to me. He looks too young and he, I'm not a fan. You know, he looks like um, Leonardo the, DiCaprio. I was going to say Titanic. he looks like uh, John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> kind uh, of like a video game. John yeah, Connor. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, in Resident Evil 2, Leon is a rookie. It's his first day on the job. So he would be really young. But, I don't know, this just looks, like, even younger to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a cool figure. If if you want a Leon and you can't track down the the RPD uniform Hot Toys one, I think this is an easy 
and it's probably less expensive too because yeah. those aftermarket prices are crazy. Yeah, um, I, I think it's I think it's a cool figure. I personally wouldn't buy it just because I don't know. It just that doesn't look like Leon on me. Yeah, that's the common criticism that I've seen in the groups today. You know, from the day it was announced to today, uh, I do not know enough about this character uh, to really make a judgment on it. I mean, I looked at some pictures. I don't think it looks that great. Uh, and I do believe they're releasing like uh, either it's damn toys or a third party. They're releasing a um, it's almost like a an accessory set. And it's like a desert Eagle with like some ammunition. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I know uh, keyboard keyboard warriors did a video on that. So uh, if you're into this figure, definitely want to check out that set. Now, Present Toys, which is the company that made the Django figure that we've been talking about, uh, they put up a pre-order for Michael from Godfather 2. Uh, this comes on. in at 140, releasing Q1 2021. Uh, some people complained about the sculpt. They said that the hair isn't super accurate to the movie, uh, but I don't think his hairstyle is really that... I don't know, just like it's it looks close enough, right? Like it's going to look fine from across the room. Michael Corleone isn't the kind of character that, you know, I would uh, like, I, I think we mentioned this a few times on the show, but I'm pretty anal about Vader, but like other characters, like if the hair is a little off or anything, I can, I can kind of live with it. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I did actually place this on pre-order. It comes with the whiskey, the whiskey glass and a little chair that he can sit on. I think the suit looks really good. In fact, I was looking at the the suit itself and I thought it was kind of odd that he was rocking a three button suit, but looking at some pictures from the, uh, from the film, he does actually wear a three button suit in several scenes. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, I was thinking like, man, that might be a miss on their part. And if that's the case, I won't order it. Uh, But looking at some of the reference shots, they did their homework and they did make the suit accurate. Um, It does also come with a standard base with a sticker on it. And just based on the quality of the Django and the Calvin that I've seen in hand, uh, this seems like a pretty good price, you know, for what you get. Uh, Dean, are you a big Godfather fan? Um, yes. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, okay, the hype is definitely warranted. Like, people yeah. hold this movie to, like, this unrealistic standard, and then you watch it, you're like, oh, no, it is really that good. Yeah. Uh it's been a long time since I've watched it. Um so I'm a little hazy on the the story, but I do remember really like thinking like, oh damn, yeah, okay. That yeah. and Scarface. It was like, what's yeah. the deal with these movies? Why is everyone always talking about these movies? And I like over a weekend I watched them both. And I was like, Okay, I got it. I totally got it. Um yeah, it's not a figure I would buy in my collection. I just, I don't like it that much. Yeah, um, but, Optical uh, says it looks uh, great for one fifty. It's not bad. If you kit bash this yourself, you'll probably spend the same without the chair, which is definitely a good point. Manny says he's playing Battlefront two, sipping some voodoo, and listening to CW, living the dream. Nice. Uh, yeah, man. I I I guess I'm kind of at that point in collecting where. Um, you know, obviously you and I have owned a lot of figures in our collecting careers and I'm kind of going back and, and I'm starting to just collect a figure of each actor that I really admire. So Jamie Foxx, 
you know, there's there's Ian McKellen, like there's different actors that have played some fantastic roles yeah. in uh, in films throughout you know my life. And and I mean, I I don't have a Scarface. I don't have, um, you know, I mean, I think that's the only figure that uh, Al Pacino has in six scale. Actually, there's a Carlitos Way by Blitzway, but I don't have that one. Uh, but for me, Godfather was the best of those movies that I've seen. Godfather one, Godfather two, mm-hmm. Godfather three was okay, but uh, obviously he's a little older in that film. And so for me, this was a, a pretty, uh, a pretty amazing uh, pickup for me, especially like I said, seeing the uh, the Django in hand. Uh, Present Toys also did announce a pre-order for James Bond. I believe this is the look from the new film, and this one comes in at 125, releasing Q1 2021. Uh, I think the price difference there between this one and Michael is the fact that this one doesn't come with the seat, uh, but uh, I think it looks good. I'm a big James Bond fan. I think I think I would consider owning another James Bond figure. I owned one many years ago. Yeah, you did. Uh, but uh, this one looks quite nice. I don't have it on pre-order yet. I but. have one huge problem with this figure. And when I point it out, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. The watch? No. Where the fuck is his belt? You're going to tell me my man's is going to dress to the nine and not put on a sexy ass belt? I have to. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> I don't think he always wears a belt. I think in Casino Royale, there's a scene where he rocks like a, a polo tucked in with no belt. I could be wrong though. Okay, but, but this is a I, suit. Okay, not yeah, a polo. this is different. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I that dude, is it stuck out to me so bad, especially with this little picture over here on the left, on the right. Uh huh. I was like, wait a minute, where the hell's this belt? Like, uh huh. <laughs> it just it stood out to me so bad. I mean, that's a really easy fix. You could probably buy a horse a dollar but uh, yeah <laughs> i mean other than that it looks great and the fact that this one and the michael carleon i was gonna say man both these suits are tailored really well or at least they look like it and they're both uh-huh. by the same people so okay so in this shot here there's no belt oh in this shot here there's no belt in this shot here i don't think he wears belts that often my guy this oh. shot here has a belt but I don't know if this is from a, from the movie. It could just be him. But it seems like in a lot of these shots, there's no belt there. Uh, it, it could be a choice. So, like Weird. you said, when I saw when I saw, it's like Al Pacino's not that tall to rock the three button, right? And it really bothered me that he was wearing a three button suit. And I looked it up, and they did their research. So maybe it could be that he doesn't wear a belt in this outfit. I, uh, I Renaissance right. says new Bond movie looks good. Jason says he got the notification very late. The new Bond movie looks fantastic. Kev's Matrix in the chat. What's up, buddy? Dude, Kev Matrix. What a, what a guy. guy. What, what a, a guy. Sweet angel. We sent him a little care package uh, today, so hopefully he gets that yeah. soon. Uh, but yeah, this one comes in at 125, releasing Q1 2021. Now, Iconic Iconic Q Studios, we talked about them with, with the American Psycho, okay. uh, Patrick Bateman. This is their next uh, licensed release and apparently it's going to be a full figure but today they showed the head sculpt in the comment section of elvis presley it's pending approval wow. of course uh i think it looks pretty good i will say i like the patrick bateman one a little bit more uh but definitely out there i mean a few years ago you know john lennon was was a figure that you know we thought was insane for uh molecule eight to lead off their company with uh blitzway did the jimmy we hendrix right, oh, we were right jimmy hendrix did the blitzway and then iconic q studios coming in with patrick bateman and elvis 
really random figures and you know and i fucking love it i feel like because people buying these are i would i would probably say around our age maybe a little older yeah i don't have any ties to elvis i really i i know john lennon's music but i don't really listen to it same thing with Jimi hendrix like i know who they are but i don't listen to that they should make a Travis Scott. So to market <laughs> these figures seems odd. Uh-huh. Not that saying like only like 30 year olds buy toys, but like, I guess like the market for musicians is there. Apparently, I guess they've done the research on what was going to sell or you would think they did. I'll say this. I we've been collecting a long time. I've seen people customize uh Beatles figures. Mm-hmm. I've or seen like Kiss. Kiss. I've seen someone customize or quite a few people customize Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've seen one Elton John. Yeah. I have never ever seen and I, I there it could be out there, don't get me wrong. But I don't think I've ever seen a one six scale Elvis. And and that kind of goes into what you're saying. Like, is the market there for this figure? I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. Um it's cool, it's a cool idea. I mean, I think musicians are prop I mean, I think more people look up to musicians than like say actors. They should make a Selena. Maybe not necessarily characters. Like I think Captain America might have more fans than you know. Well, now he does. <laughs> yeah now he does then or like you know lots of fans then selena gomez but i think like i think there would be a market for someone like oh like i would love a, a a cold play figure or you know whatever i would um, not want a cold play figure i mean no, Con- I, would, I think i think someone in our chats at a kanye figure would be cool yeah like some like something more contemporary like an like a music icon lines Selena of figures. Perez. Um, yeah. Some, I mean, they made the Barbie of her, and that thing sold like fucking funnel cake to Fiesta, you know? Yeah. Um, so, like, it's, it's kind of weird to me, but also, like, I get it. Like, I have Daft Punk on my shelf. I have the Dead Mouse I'm working on. Now, they're a little different because... They're okay, not when are you going to finish the dead mouse? I, I my God. Jesus I, Christ. I have not been motivated to do that at all. Um, yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it seems weird to me, but also at the same time, it doesn't. Like, I feel like, yeah, people would absolutely love to have an Elvis. I mean, um, Richard Dow has Marilyn Monroe. I know Michael Jackson is a hot figure. People really like that figure. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, I get it. Like, I mean, Marilyn Monroe wasn't a uh, singer, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I got it. like historical icon. Yeah, historical. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I know Elvis means a lot to a lot of people, but dude, and especially, I mean, this looks like Vegas Elvis, like, like he's like wearing the extravagant, like white and glittery outfit. So this could turn out to be like a really cool figure, or it could turn out to be a dud. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, Eric says he never got his dead mouse sculpt. I don't think we ever charged anybody. I think we no, up- like there was only like five people that wanted it, and then like we needed to do it in a batch to get the quantity yeah. that we needed. Uh, now this is it's technically released, but I haven't seen any of the retailers that I follow say it has been released. But there are some people that have it in hand. Yeah, uh, this is the Dragon Stars uh, World Arena 
and Janemba, that wave also released. Uh, some people complaining that it's a little short. I think uh, when you put a figure next to it, you can see they're almost to yeah, the top. Yeah, but th those characters are huge. Those characters are huge, but keep in mind... Um, I think Goku Super Saiyan, his hair comes up to Cooler's shoulder. Yeah. The white part. So yeah. it's not that small. They just put the biggest figures they could find next to it. Yeah, but keep in mind, I think this goes back to the Uzaru conversation that we had. There's no way this would be in scale, like, ever. True. This is a purely a mini diorama to put some figures on. You know, if this was in scale, you're looking at, uh, I would say, maybe 30 inches tall for the building, and then yeah. probably uh, 36 to 50 inches square for the stage so yeah it's also uh, 30 dollars like yeah it's, and it's also 30 dollars <laughs> and it has play features like you know i i don't really understand the complaints and that's coming from someone that complains quite yeah often. like you could have someone like thrown into the wall the floor breaks like that's you know depending on you want to just take some quick shots that's really cool um, i love it dude I, if, if you make your own diorama, like, could oh, it's expensive. You. This is oh, difficult stuff. Like to yeah. 3D print these little icons because you know you're not gonna be able to make those. Or right. even doing it out of foam, you gotta carve it. Like it <sighs> takes time. You gotta paint it, weather it. You're also not gonna want to break the wall down. Like I spent 20 hours on this. Why am I gonna break it? So it's yeah. like this is a quick, easy. Take a couple shots. It's thirty dollars. It's not gonna break the bank. I think it's great. I can't wait to go on. Yeah, me either. Jason says live feed sucking for him keeps cycling and blanking. Sorry about that, buddy. It looks good on our end right now. Uh, next up, Dean, this is the Spawn uh, 31st update, and I'll let you take it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 32 came out today. It's essentially the same thing, just a picture. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Um, but, um, or is a video, not a picture. Yeah, so this is Spawn uh, update 31. Um, this is just a look at the figures. This is. The classic spawn up here towards the middle left, uh, bottom right middle is the uh, modern spawn. I went with classic, which I'm totally glad. That thing looks so good. Modern spawn looks cool, but it's not different enough to me from the Mortal Kombat version. Uh -huh. So I went with classic spawn. Um, but just a good look at the figures, all the shit that's going to come with in this big ass box up here to the left. Shit, um, that's a fucking huge box. Uh, yeah, so you'll get a comic. I don't know which figure gets what comic. Um, uh, one of these nameplates, the uh, character uh, nameplate. Uh, all the weapons are down here in these boxes and baggies. They just got a lot of shit with it. Um, so I'm super excited, man. Um, I'm happy means, for you. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen Krebs posted a thing today. He's like, I'm really glad that I backed this. And I am too, man, because... Dude, these figures are going to be so expensive. I'm bummed out I didn't get the modern spawn as well. Um, because I know that that it's going to be so expensive, I'm never going to own it. So, um, I'm glad I got one when I did. Yeah. Uh, I guess a few people were saying that the phone apps are having trouble right now. Um, that's really odd. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. If you have a television, though, I think you can stream it on TV or maybe even Facebook, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, on our end, it just says the stream is still going strong. Uh, usually, if there's an issue, there'll be some exclamation, park, uh, exclamation marks on my screen, and it'll prompt me to do something. Uh, up next, Dean, the demoniacal fit uh, Goku from the yeah. Train of the Power is almost done. I mean, it's at that point where they're pretty much going to start doing the final paint slash decal apps 
and then getting this ready to send. Uh, You have this one on order, and I believe you're pretty excited about this. I think you've said you wanted something like this for a while. Yeah, um, because I actually want two. Mm-hmm. Um, because throughout most of the term of the power, this is what Goku looks like. Yep. Um, I mean the, the in ultra- fact only even until like only the right at the end. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because even when he first goes Ultra Instinct, this is what he looks like. So like, the Goku without the shirt is cool, but it's like like a one scene kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So this is the look I wanted, but also when he first goes Super Saiyan. This is what he looks like. Um, the Awakening Goku is really cool with the like half shirt, but when he first goes Super Saiyan, he has the full shirt on. So, yeah, like that is again, that's like a towards the end of the fight is what he looks like. Um, so I want another one of these to have my like real Super Saiyan Goku, mm-hmm. but we'll see. Yeah, I think Aegis Geeks usually gets a few extra ones. So if you want a second one, definitely just let him know. He'll be able to hook you up. Yeah. Uh, let's get into imminent release. Now the Sideshow uh, sideshow slash TB League slash Fison <laughs> slash comic interpretation Wonder Woman is imminent arrival. Sideshow's told people to get their stuff in order because it is shipping next week. I think this figure looks good. I guess we'll have to wait and see the final, uh, final images of it. But... Uh, I don't really have anything good or bad to say about it. I think we just have to wait and see what it looks like. Uh, I think the big thing that'll be interesting to see is how well the hands and the head sculpt match the body. Uh, that seems to be a big issue for Fison, like matching those to the head sculpts. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll have to see what happens with that. And then also in Imminent Arrival, the Toys Era, the Air, uh, which is Robin, I believe, from uh, Teen Titans. Uh, that's coming out this week, according to our friend Third Party Reviews. So if you want to check out the review on his channel, it's Third Party Reviews. Great guy. Does some really good content. This is from Teen Titans? It looks... I think so. Like the, the more gritty take on Teen Titans. Oh, that's right. Not, not, the, not the Cartoon Network one. They did a stupid show, didn't they? That didn't Apparently it's pretty good, dude. Apparently it's pretty good. And, and Scott says in the chat, the Sideshow Superman is coming out soon. So Go back to the Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um I don't know. I could get it. It's a good figure. Or it looks good anyway. We'll see if it delivers. Yeah. Um but the price tag on this thing, considering that they didn't even do the body, they didn't engineer anything except the clothes and the head and boots. It's just like too expensive. Like I don't get it. Yeah. It's like you did less than half the work. <laughs> I, I hope you're giving TV League a lot of money. Yeah. Because uh, I would say anything good about this figure is probably because of TV League. Like any cool poses or whatever you could get out of it. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I haven't seen like final production photos. So. No. I think maybe after the Baby Yoda thing, they're like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. You just open it out of the box. <laughs> Dean, I wanted to talk about this topic uh, for a while now. I think I've said it a few times in the past few months, but I really feel like we are in the golden age for third party. Uh-huh. Uh, if you look at the figures that we're getting now and the prices that we're getting them at, things like Toys Era, Present Toys, Young Rich, uh, you know, a lot of companies are beating hot toys to the punch on a lot of things. 
And I mean, just looking at the Django, like real leather belt, real leather boots, um, the, the fabric that they use, they use like actual suede and an actual textured shirt. I mean, it, it honestly, it like if, if, we never knew about present toys and and I saw this figure in the internet and someone was like, this is a leak from a factory of hot toys. Like I would believe it. Like the, the material is just the fabric choices are stunning, right? Mm. The ACE toys, power ranger. It's a very simple figure. It's a guy in a suit with a helmet, but the body, the muscle suit that's under the, the, the red suit, uh, the helmet design is pretty close to the original model. Um, it is, um, it's, I just, I really feel like, you know, looking at some of the customs that I had in the past and, and some kits that I've had in the past, I just really feel like we're in that golden age right now. Like Mm -hmm. the prices are really good. Um, It seems like at this point, a lot of the big companies that own these intellectual rights aren't really giving them too much fuss. Um, I'm, it's just like a wonderful uh, it's a wonderful time to be a collector. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Mark says that he's also getting the tech issues. Mark, I think you might have to switch to television. I think some people said there's an issue with the YouTube app. So unfortunately we're not able yeah, to. Yeah, because I have the, I have YouTube going here and that's fine. Yeah. If, if you're on a mobile phone, it might just be your phone, the phone app itself. Um, but what do you think about that, Dean? Uh, I think you're right. Um, I think that, uh, and you know, the good thing about competition is it makes people better. Yeah. So I think Hot Toys is is really gonna have to step up their game, which is nice. Um, but the prices that these figures are coming in at is also way better. Now they don't have to pay licensing fees, which say what you will if that's good or bad. Um, I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. It just depends on like how bad I want that figure. Like, hey, if no one's gonna make this, I don't have a choice but to buy it. Yeah, um, I will say this: I, I, I really don't care. Right? Disney yeah. is a massive company. If they're not making, you know, ten bucks off, I mean, I am buying the Hot Toys one, so I guess it's a bad example. But you know, if some third party company is making a few bucks that Disney's not making, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. Right? Yeah, but it also um, goes back to what you were saying earlier about like. Oh, an actor you really respect. Well, they're not getting okay. money. Also, I'm not worried about fucking Al Pacino missing out on like <laughs> 10 bucks. All right. I, I'm just not. Yeah, I love the, the guy. I love the guy. I've paid. I love the guy. I've paid many tickets to see his films and other actors that I respect films. And honestly, I just don't care. Like if Hot Toys isn't going to do it or they're going to take their sweet ass time. I personally feel like I want to have it. I think you're right. And that is a great point but for me it's like you know those people have a tremendous amount of money i don't think that they're going to be hurting to lose my sale of the figure and to be honest most figures that get a licensed figure i'll get the license and the third party and i'll mix and match and find the best combination of parts so right um for me i guess it doesn't really matter yeah you have like you're a bad person so like you don't care but for someone like me and i'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh no, and like yeah, I let said, me look like, about Pacino's net worth. Let's see. There are some times where I'm just like, like the thing with Stan Lee. I'm not gonna buy a third party Stan Lee because, uh, out of respect for him, and then like his estate probably went to a shitty family, right? So, uh, 
I'm not going to buy the Hot Toys one and let them make money off of it. And I'm not going to buy the third party one because it's like they're just profiting off someone's death or like the Black Panther thing we were talking about. If somebody yeah, made have... a third party one, I wouldn't buy it. Look, guys, um, I'm not the moral compass, all right? I, yeah, I, yeah. I am. Not, I've done pretty shitty things, all right? Dude, I, he, he, I'm not even going to say I yelled that. at Dean. Okay. It happened. Wait, did you? No. Actually, one time we yelled at each other, but. Uh, but that was via like the chat doesn't count. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I I guess I'll, I'll just say this: like, for better or worse, the quality of the third party, like this year, has been outstanding. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, I'm, getting out of the legal ease stuff, right? I mean, it's just fantastic. It, it, I mean, it just really seems like uh, we're just getting fucking bangers. Eric says he's going to hell for buying the third party Stanley. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying personally, I wouldn't. Or I, but have I bought third party figures? Absolutely. Have you ever streamed music? Illegally, my favorites, Dean? my dread. Yeah, all the time. Okay, so what about the artists and not getting their money? <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't say I was perfect. Did I? Okay, <laughs> Pobody's nerfing Dean. Yeah, but <laughs> like I said, like I buy third party figures all the time. Like fucking dread. Like this figure is so fucking cool. This character is amazing. Uh, I've wanted one forever. No one, I mean, the movie did so bad in the box office that, like, you know, that's it, it was dead on arrival. So, yeah. like, they're not going to make a sequel. No one's making this figure. It's been like a decade since it came out. So, it's like, you know what? I am going to buy this one. Like, yeah, I guess you just pick and choose. But, like, like you said, the third party, the quality of this is so good that mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a third party. Going back to what you said, Dean, it's like Hot Toys has already given a run at the Godfather license with Vito, and now uh, I think it's Blitzway we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe it's Blitzway. They're making <clears throat> the the Don himself, right? Right. No indication yet if we're going to get Michael, but it's been you know years since that movie's come out, obviously. Um, and I mean, for me, like movies like Django, very popular movie, but you know not without uh, controversy, and. Uh, I don't, you know, we had a chance to get a licensed one through um, Interbay and the license, they, uh, I believe the film studio like axed it. Uh, they didn't want figures being made. So I know for sure the only way I can get those characters is third party. Yeah. Right. I've bought a lot of Jamie Foxx stuff in my life. Right. Uh, and so I, I don't feel too bad. Rainer says competition breeds good productivity, though. So the fact that these third parties are doing so well means that Hot Toys need to step up their game in order to stay competitive, which is a good thing. Which Fernandez is what says, I said at the beginning, but they're also not... The third-party companies aren't paying licensing. So, like, for Hot Toys to step it up even more, they're going to... The cost's got to come somewhere, so it's going to be on us again. So their prices... We're just gonna get even higher. Dean, What's can you do my me, point? Can you do me one favor? What? Can you go on Ox and make an episode 126 official GIF thread? And I want y'all to put some funny GIFs in the chat. We'll read them at the end of the show. Because Eric says places I'll see you in hell, Han Solo GIF in the chat. If you can make a post and everyone that wants to put a GIF, we'll we'll, we'll meme at the end of the show. Fernando says. Uh, yeah, 126, please. Fernando says some legit companies have the license for certain stuff just to have it, and they don't make shit. Like Hot Toys has the 1-6 license for Arrow, but will probably never make it. So-so toys hopped on it. 
Yeah, that is true, man. That is uh, definitely true. Uh, Dean, this this week we had uh, a really, really fantastic uh, care package from Chronicle Collectibles. Yeah. And um, I assume you've seen the unboxing. I did. Um, there was a tremendous amount of stuff. One of tremendous. the items. Absolutely incredible. One of the items I have it right here. I the John Wick people. Chapter 2 Oath Marker. They came all the way from China. And the coins. Absolutely. Uh, but we got we got some really cool stuff. We're going to um Sean says, what is GIF? Is it like a G-I-F but pronounced wrong? Yeah, I believe it's one of those things. It's like where the G is silent. Um it's you know. <laughs> I've heard a lot of computer people say it's pronounced GIF. So it's GIF. Well, Anyways, make it graphics. The G is yes, I know that, but there are a lot of acronyms that don't like. I don't know off the top of my head, Dean. I'm just there's plenty of thousands of them. Oh, I'm sure. I quit the show. It's time. You're on your own. Or a gif <laughs> no it's a gif anyway so uh we have we got a ton of stuff and i think dean we're gonna work through uh maybe doing some uh giveaways of a few of these items for some ox members uh so we'll we'll keep you guys posted i think uh we dean you have to claim the thing that you want and then dylan's gonna claim what he wants yeah um, the rest of the stuff we'll figure out how to parse it out but yeah uh, we'll do giveaways big that- shout out to amy from chronicle collectibles they hooked us up big time and um Sorry. we're waiting for a sponsor tag for them to to help them with some sponsorships uh i also had a pretty good conversation with this company one six corner yeah um, yeah so i just heard about them from uh optical yeah optical and uh um was talking about them as well Jow, yes thank you and uh, so um i i reached out to them i was a little confused about their website uh because they had some figures listed and normally like if you go to big bad toy store you click on a figures page and you can add it to cart and it'll tell you if it's a pre-order in stock or sold out right well bbt some of bbts just just sites in general like they'll say the status of that figure yes is color marked well of course it's color and text marked. but on their website i couldn't tell if a certain figure was in pre-order or in stock status okay and um specifically it's the calvin candy from present toys and i know that that figure sold out along with django almost instantly Mm-hmm. And that a second run is being offered. And I didn't want to commit to a second. I wanted the figure like sooner than later. Right. And so I, I hit them up and I was like, Hey, you know, is this figure in stock or is a pre-order depending on if it is, I might possibly be interested in placing an order in a few days. And they messaged me back and they're like, you know, it's, it's in stock. Uh, we have two left. And they're like, would you like us to hold you one until you can pay for it? And I was like, um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but the the customer service, right? Like they, you know, I'm just like some nobody, right? That's messaging them. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually I was talking to them. I was like, yeah, you know, Optical is a good friend of ours. You know, we've, he's talked about you guys on our show and they actually recognized uh, you and I, Dean, from uh, the program. Oh, wow. And so they're going to send us some stickers uh, and also some $5 off coupons to, to forward to our listeners uh, but yeah, I mean, great customer service. You know, when you, uh, these people are overseas and you know, the, the level of, uh, service you get, it, it varies widely. 
Uh, and these people were, were very polite. They were very uh, attentive to the message. Um, you know, they, they answered everything really well. And, you know, I, I got a really good feeling about them. I haven't placed an order yet. Right. So, I mean, I could get it and, you know, maybe whatever, but um, as far as just my experience thus far, you know, cause there's plenty of people on eBay that are overseas. You message them and you never hear back. Right. Um, but just from this very small interaction, uh, I really, uh, I really got a positive vibe from them and I'm looking forward to doing business with them in the future, but definitely check them out there at one six corner. And, uh, I'm sure optical won't mind, but if you do a purchase with them, use the code optical 20 at checkout. And I think it gives you a little discount, uh, for using his code, but yeah, great, great service. And I believe it was Jenny that I spoke with over there. She was super friendly and, uh, hopefully if things go well, I'll have that Calvin soon. So definitely yeah, they have uh, Django and Calvin still up. Yep. Yep. So definitely some, some Let's see. they got some good stuff. They have a nice window I was looking for the other day that I couldn't find. Nice. I don't, I don't remember why we were talking about this figure, but I was like, yeah, they had it on the, on the website. Yep. Dean, yeah. it is time for that segment of the show. Is it now? Yes. You want to take a second? <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got in trouble last time. <laughs> I was just going like, <laughs> to jump right into it, but I don't want to upset anybody. Hey, it's what the scrapyard, Annie. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that helps everybody out. Uh, we want to take a second to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. You can find them on Instagram at Water Scrapyard. It's also their name on Facebook and eBay. They make 3D printed parts for hard to come by Canon Hasbro vehicles, as well as resin printed head sculpts of dozens of different characters in Star Wars and anything else you can imagine. Uh, if you don't see a character on their Instagram, you can send them a message and get it done for you at a reasonable price, which is amazing. You can show Shots do the voice. Hey. Hey, Shanyati. I, I have a proposal for you, Dean. What? Let's say there's a day that you just don't feel like doing the voice. <laughs> like we should we should just as a uh, a service to Sean for all he does for us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh we should have a pre-recorded voice clip that we can play. Yeah. In the event, like obviously we won't use it very often, but if you're having a bad day, maybe your throat's a little scratchy. If you don't want to do it, then we can ha- we can still I like the new this week thing, but it's a commercial. No, but only on occasion, right? Not not every time. Okay. Just just an idea, all right? Just an idea. Uh, we're also uh, hoping to get this off the ground. I think there's only a few days left, but it's Dragon Amnesty by Bruce Falconer. Uh, it's the Dragon Ball Z composer. He's looking to make some new music for Dragon Ball Z fans around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there's only a few days left, and hopefully we'll hit those stretch goals for his Kickstarter. Uh, Dean, as far as television news goes, as far as television news what? goes, the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show, uh, according to this tweet, is uh, has been confirmed is going to be a one-season series on Disney+. Plus. I'm okay with that. Um, I don't mind that one bit. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he's stuck on a fucking desert planet. Yeah, it's not like that much story to tell, right? Yeah, because he literally never leaves um, in canon. I think they even did, like, comics now. Yeah. Um, There's actually a really good book called Kenobi. It, it, I believe it's technically Legends now. It's a fantastic book, though, and it 
it's a book that really fits well with what we know as you know taking place during that time yeah so well maybe they'll adapt that to the uh to the screen but uh dude yeah. if they did that would be fucking amazing i mean there's really not much you could do because we see obi-wan land on tatooine and we see him when he leaves tatooine, uh, he leaves tatooine. so yeah i mean unless he went on secret space adventures which i really doubt he would do because it's not responsible um in the uh in the novel he has a lot of interaction with the tuscan raider clans yeah and specifically there's uh this tuscan raider uh clan that is like raiding a bunch of these moisture farms and he's kind of caught in the middle of it with people that he lives around, like his neighbors. I mean, obviously you're super far away from everybody, but the yeah. people in the town and then he gets involved with like some of the hut business and it's, it's a really good book. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I highly so recommend you guys read it. I, I don't mind that it's only going to be one season. I hope it, it'll be like 12 episodes at an hour long each, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a solid, like game of Thrones season would be great. Yeah. Um, but if they're gonna do like eight episodes, forty minutes, it's like, well, that's kind of lame. But I mean, we'll see. It, I mean, I have high hopes. I love you, McGregor's Obi Wan. So, yeah, what a guy, dude. Uh, Mandalorian season two trailer dropped this morning, and it blew my mind. Baby Yoda continues to be the best thing that Star Wars has to offer at the moment. Uh, Dean, what do you think about it? Um. I don't think I have enough good things to say about it. It looks fucking awesome, bro. Um, I can't wait, dude. I sent it to my mom and Steve, and they were like, yeah. So, I don't know if they were that excited, but... Sean says the Obi-Wan Kenobi show will be 10 episodes. Yay! Um, but anyways, back to Mandalorian. Uh, I loved it. I love, I love seeing X-Wings, like, in the new stuff, because they're just so fucking epic, like, the way they move and everything. Uh, obviously, back then, with the original Star Wars, they're limited by the technology of their time. Uh, but one thing that I thought was really cool was this appearance here, and uh, we have Sasha Banks, and I am calling it, I think this is Sabine Wren from Rebels. And we know it that after... Confirmed. Uh, potentially, well, but, uh, but man, dude, I'm so fucking excited for the series to see now I, I feel like Sabine is one of those characters that I wouldn't mind to see more of. I think I've mentioned it a few times, but I feel like characters like Ahsoka, maybe they're a bit shoehorned into things, but with Sabine, I mean, we don't have a lot of material for her. So to put her into this, uh, knowing that she is still alive and out there, I think it's going to be a really cool. Not only uh, that, thing but, to see. Uh, wasn't she one of the last people to have the dark saber? So she, she uh, maybe have, she's tracking down Moff Gideon. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm thinking. Dude, I am so excited. I I, I literally cannot wait to but see this. Sean in the chat playing dumb. I think we're on to something. <laughs> Dean, our movie of the week was X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, Days of Future Past is a film, and the plot is convinced that humans pose or that mutants pose a threat to humanity. Dr. Bolivar Trask, played by Peter Dinklage develops the sentinels enormous robotic weapons that can detect a mutant gene and zero in on that person in the 21st century the sentinels have developed into highly efficient killing machines with mutants now facing extinction wolverine played by hugh jackman volunteers to go back in time and rally the x-men of the past to help change a pivotal 
pivotal moment in history and thereby save the future. This film has a 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and I fucking loved it, dude. It was so good. Um, it's a movie. You didn't like it? It's not the best. I will say this. I liked it more than the original X-Men movies. Really? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until this cast of characters... Like when he goes to the past, uh-huh. with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the young guy. What's his name? Which one? McAvoy. Magneto. Oh, McAvoy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those like McAvoy and uh, and uh, Magneto guy. I forget his actor name. Uh, I like those movies. I follow those characters way more than I like the original X Men movies. Yeah. Like, x1 x2 whatever dude x1 x2 are fucking bangers uh, i remember i was real sick one time and i was like i was like i'm just not getting out of bed today like i'm not even gonna eat like i was so sick uh-huh. and i was like what do i do i was like you know what fuck it i've never watched these movies so i watched days of future past um first class and then apocalypse apocalypse i did not like apocalypse um yeah apocalypse is kind of weak i think he's too big of a bad guy to do what they did to him <laughs> he's uh, also played by poe dameron who's not very tall oscar isaac and some yeah. he's really short it's like yeah if they had gone like the thanos route i think it would have been cool but he's also not a bad guy you could fit into one movie so it, it definitely has its problems but all three of them like together i was like this is cool. I don't know if like it's just like the air is different. You're watching them grow up. I liked it better, but this is like the stepping off point to those movies. Yeah, which is why I started with it. So when it starts, he's with like the old cast of characters, and they're like getting killed by the Sentinels. Oh, so sad. and then at the end of the movie, he goes back right, and everything's like totally different. Yeah, it's it's. It's serviceable. It's just not like my favorite X. I think first class is better. I loved first class. I think my rating would be Logan. Uh, maybe a tie between this one and first class. Uh, either of those being second. I don't think I've seen Logan. What? Yeah. That's the samurai one. No, Logan is the one where he, um, oh, the little girl. Yes, dude. I was like, are you kidding me? Wolverine is the samurai one. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? Logan's also a pretty solid movie. Um, I've said it before. I'm I'm sure I'll get a ton of shit for it. I don't like the X Men. I never have. Growing up, I was like, I I guess whatever. Um, was never a fan of the X Men. So like, I didn't like. You're already at a disadvantage for me to like them, right? Yeah um that being said i did enjoy this movie like i said maybe it's just because the actors i like the actors better not that um sir patrick stewart and ian McKellen are not yeah. good actors i do like them uh-huh. but i guess i don't know like closer in age to fast well fastbender is older but i don't know like it's just something different about that cast of characters how old were they in this movie? This movie, how old were like Fastbender and and uh, uh, probably in their 40s. 
Oh, and they're 40? I thought they were close to like 35-ish. Not too far. Well, this is in the 60s, right? Right. So how old? And the Holocaust was in the 40s, right? 40s and 50s? Yeah. Because uh, so, yeah, Eric like, was born during the Holocaust. 40. I know, because he was, he was already like, what, 12? 1933 to 1946. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not that old, but I mean that makes Magneto extremely old in the when in the present time, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like way older than <laughs> Ian McKellen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I liked it better, but that... dude, Kev says you're dead to me now, Dean. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm gonna I, take back the drive figures. I, I sent back a hundred times before. I don't. I never liked the X Men. But... Here's a look at uh, two figures from the movie Toys Era: The Mag Tent 1.0 on the left, and Hot Toys: Days of Future Past Wolverine on the right. The Wolverine is a fantastic figure, and uh, the Mag Tent is not bad. I really enjoy it. It's uh. It's definitely a good figure, dude. I'm really excited to have finally add it to the collection. Um, yeah, I'm I'm bummed that you didn't like it as much as I thought you would, but uh I, I enjoy it, man. It's a good film. It's definitely a good film. And those scenes where uh young Xavier meets old Xavier fucking feels, dude. Yeah, that was good pretty, stuff, dude. I guess definitely. Definitely like, some good shit, dude. I think, I think I liked it more than I'm letting on. And then just Magneto. Ugh, dude, when he fucking picks up the whole stadium and then he like totally wrecks Wolverine, some good shit, dude. Oh, it, I, I did really enjoy the bit where he he opens his claws and there's still bone. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, damn it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Dean, we had a little bit of a light show. We asked our Ox members for some questions in our Ox Talk segment. Yeah. And uh, we have a few of these. So companion pieces for figures that don't have another release in the line. I'll take this one first. Um, so I think in the case of like in Alita, right, you have a figure that uh, at least to this point, there's not another figure to put along the shelf with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's always good to find similar figures. So uh, with Django, uh, I have them on a shelf with K and they're both, somewhat similar you know like type of movies like bounty hunters slash a, a, a replicant killer uh and they're they're both rocking some sweet guns it's kind of like uh you know it, it, they're kind of similar vibes uh you know there's some times where i'll put like uh two disney film characters so for example rocketeer and uh, maleficent you know like things like that uh sean says a great example here putting neil on a shelf with john wick um, yeah. finding any similarities that, um, I can find to make a shelf make sense. Uh, I think that's a great way to do it. What about you, Dean? Yeah. Uh, or I'll, I'll, uh, like my ghost in the shell shelf is Funko pops from the movie. And then the DVD case, uh, if yeah. they're companion piece, that being said, I would love, um, um, I just forgot his name from Ghost in the Show. Major. Well, that's her name. Oh. I don't know. Um, the dude without the eyes. Um, no eyes. Two tubes. Bato. Bato. That was my next guess. I, was, <laughs> uh, I would love for 3 0 to make him. That way I have Yeah. Because they're like a team. Mm -hmm. 
probably not ever going to happen. That movie didn't do well. The figure didn't do well. So, Also, uh, one thing that you can consider is like if you're rocking like a tech suit Spider-Man, obviously there's figures that like you could just display with another Superman or another Avenger. But if you have that on mass portrait of Tom Holland making a, a whole other figure with that, with like a, a body and a clothing kit, those are yeah, out there. I wasn't done with what I was going to say, but that's fine. Oh, go ahead, please. Uh, <laughs> bitch. I lost track now. You fucking cut me off. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely ways around it, but uh, yeah, having a companion piece is much better. Like, my Game of Thrones shelf, I tried to build that up as fast as I could because I just had yeah. like, the hound sitting there. Now that, luckily for me, that's a line that has a lot of figures. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, what do you do? So, like I said, I just, I do... Um, other things related to it like Funko Pops or the DVDs or maybe like a book um, or Zach you used to print out mini posters that's also yeah too. Um, so there's a lot of different things yep next question is best and worst pickups this year Dina let you lead this one off oh man worst pickups this year dude I don't know if I have any, man. I can go if you were thinking about I mean, it. I think this is like the only thing that I was like, this is kind of lame because I didn't realize it was a knockoff. Of stuff. Yeah. But um, I mean, that's kind of all I could think of. Uh, what about your best pickup this year? Oh, man. my uh, I mean, it's not from this year, but I picked it up this year. My Chagokin VF1J. That thing is fucking. Dude, that thing is crispy. Uh, for me, I would say the worst thing I bought this year. Now, I, I don't buy things usually sight unseen uh, or like if the review is not out there. Right. I, I always sit on my purchases. Okay. And I mean, this isn't really like a huge purchase. It's not a big deal, but I, I really felt bamboozled, dude. That fucking shadow, the hedgehog from Target that I bought. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, immediately I opened in the car and I was like, why did I just spend $9 on this? Like, this is the worst thing i've ever bought it doesn't stand well the paint is really shitty there's like almost no articulation like immediately i was like i would have rather like like done nothing than have bought this i would have rather just gone out to eat and bought treated myself to like lunch or something it was such a defeating thing because it's not a lot of money but it was still like it It really ruined my day i was like fuck this figure dude (laughs) dude i will say i love sonic the hedgehog and i have forever uh-huh. Uh, that's not a figure that translates well into toys. No, uh, I don't know if it's just like the design of the character. He's he's got very long arms and legs, and um, they just they never work. No matter who makes the toy, it just doesn't work. Um, so you had sent me like, oh, I kind of want to get this. I was like, uh, I don't know. And then before I could say anything, you had already bought it, and you were like, "Dude, this thing's garbage." I was like, "Yeah, it's they're not good. Awful, dude. Yeah. Literally awful." Um, and then best pickup, man. That's uh, I, I mean, I've I've raved about this figure the whole show, but the Django figure is now. <sighs> Dan, there was a dark point in my life, right? 2017, <laughs> I bought the Bounty Killer. <laughs> by caustic plastic I'm already let me let me let me pull this bad boy up now dean this figure i remember <clears throat> i remember right 
like the exact moment when I realized that I wanted a Django for my shelf. Right. And I remember telling Victoria and she was like, okay, not very enthused. Right. Once I showed her the head sculpt <laughs> and she went with it. Right. Cause a few months was- later, a few months later, this shows up Dean and <sighs> boy, it was, it was awful. And it was so bad that now we roast each other hard in the chat. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's some days where I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can go on. And the amount of roast that that figure got <laughs> universally was so tremendously bad that I actually threw away like most of the figure, <laughs> yeah. like immediately. Mm. And so I've wanted and I've I've yearned for a Django for three years. And I had my heart broken a few months ago when I opened that box and there wasn't a Django in there. And so for me to finally have that come to fruition of a fantastic sculpt, beautiful outfit, uh, great, ex- great boots, great leather work. Um, it, it re- I, I really felt like... You know, because we get we get things often, and I think sometimes they lose the the value. Like, you know, back then I was getting one new thing every three or four months. Now we get little things a little bit more regular because we wheel and deal a lot. Yeah. And um, that that was a really special unboxing for me. I I was really like, I don't say move, but I was like, damn, like this is that feeling you get, like when you've finally gotten that piece you've wanted for so long. And um, I, oh, dude, that, that's honestly the best pickup I've had this year. It's it's really fucking good. The next question we have was, how do you come to this to the decision to pass on a figure or not? I'll lead off on this one. Uh, I think it comes down to the reviews uh, that the figure gets, and if those reviews are good, the next thing I look into is what issues does this figure have now, and what issues will this figure have? you know, a year from now. Um, if there's a figure that's covered in a pleather bodysuit, it's probably going to be a pass for me because I know that um, in a year, two years, that thing is going to be just shredded. Um, and then the last thing that I consider is if there are issues that this figure has, can those be fixed? So can you do a body swap? If something, uh, you know, there's, for example, like the Django that I have, the gun that he has in the box is a gun he uses in the movie but it's not the primary gun that he uses. And there's another company that makes the gun that is almost just a tiny bit off. And I'm going to buy that and and trim it and fix it. Um, But that's for me, how I look into buying a figure Um, because, you know, it's very rare that I buy a figure, put it on the shelf and I don't mess with it. Um, But uh, what about you, Dean? How do you decide to pass on a figure or not? Um, My biggest thing is price. Um, Okay. So if it's, I I keep to about two fifty is how much I'm comfortable spending. I won't let yeah. a deal walk away over ten bucks, but I try not to pass it as much as possible. <laughs> if someone's like, "Oh, I have this figure for three hundred, I'll be like, "Yeah, not for me." Would you take three fifty? No. What about 
360. Okay, I'll do 360, but I'm not going to go all the way up to like 390 or whatever, or 290. Yeah. Um, then another thing I look for, I don't really, I don't like to look at reviews only because it's it's like movies. Uh, someone might hate a movie that you love. It's like, oh, this figure is garbage, but they might have problems with it that you don't have problems with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the the arm doesn't articulate all the way up. But it's like, well, I, I'm not going to articulate it that way, so I don't care. Um, and then I also look for uh, just, like, how much do you really like that character? Um, like, one of the worst figures I have is my Commander Shepard from Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um the articulate it's the articulation isn't bad, but the armor doesn't really let it move the way it should. Um the uh presentation isn't all there in terms of like a bunch of different hands, a bunch of different guns, especially with a character that has a bunch of different guns. I think you only get one or two. I think you only get one in the box, which is kind of lame. But it's yeah. like, but that's a character that I absolutely adore. So like I don't mind the negatives if as long as I have it. So um that's kind of where where how I make a decision like as long as it's not too expensive. And another thing is like if I can't stop thinking about it, I'm just gonna buy it. Like, if I find myself at 3 a.m. on my bed looking at pictures of the figure, like, trying to find more information about it, chances are I really fucking want it. So I'll just buy it. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, the next question, Dean, I'll let you take this one, is how to resist the temptation of getting a figure because everyone in the group seems to be getting it. For example, Ahsoka. Um, yeah, it just, well, again, it's like, how much do you like that character? I like Ahsoka. I think she's fucking great. I also am not like, I don't think she hung the fucking moon. So when everyone's like jumping on this bandwagon, and it's like, I do want the figure, but I also am like afraid that it's going to get sold out. Um, I, again, that figure is not going to come out for another year almost, or how long? Two years? Yeah. <laughs> A year and like four months or some shit. <clears throat> I'm not going to, like, jump on it right away. Um, Zach, you always say, like, wait till you can watch a review. Um, if reviews matter to you, that's also good. Um, but it's like, like the, the whole thing, a perfect example the other day when uh, Krennic was coming out. I said, I don't care if this figure ends up being worth $700. I'm not going to buy it just to flip it. Like, I don't like the character that much. I could have made 700 bucks, <laughs> but I didn't because it's like, I'm not going to buy a figure. One, I'm not, I don't want to rip off the next guy. I just, I'm not like that. Yeah. I don't buy things to make money. Yeah. Uh, I guess I could, but I just don't like, I think it's rude. Um, So it's like, let someone else buy it. Cause like, I just, I, I don't like the character that much. But everybody was trying to get that character, and now look, you can't hardly find it for like less than five hundred bucks. Yeah, um, but that's just what it's like. Can I live without it? Yeah, I could. Yeah, um, I feel like for me, I um, 
I think we've been getting some great figures recently. Ahsoka, 501st Trooper. I still haven't pre-ordered either of them. Right. Uh, I I really like to wait for reviews. And there's always, 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 for some reason, right when the figure comes out, there's going to be someone selling at below retail. Like, even if it's the best figure that has ever been created and there's nothing wrong with it, there's going to be someone that says, yeah, I'm going to go to a different route in collecting or eh, I got to sell it for a bill. There's always going to be somebody. So, you know, if you're within that first month of something coming out, more likely than not, you're able to find it for a pretty good price. Yeah. You know, Mark 46, there was a time where it was selling, you know, 70 bucks below retail for a long time. And um, I, I don't, I think, you know, I, I collect what I like and, you know, the things that I like, you know, like Django, you know, some third, a lot of third party stuff, frankly, um, it might not be the most popular stuff that everyone's buying, but it's stuff that I enjoy. It's stuff that when I'm in my office and I'm relaxing that I like to look at. Uh, and so I don't want to be like a hipster and say, Oh, I don't buy what everyone's buying. But, you know, generally speaking, most things that go for order very rarely do I pre-order them. I think no. this year, I think I've pre-ordered two or three figures. I think I canceled one. I think it was Mando and, and miles are the only ones that I have kept. Um, so it just depends I mean, it really depends, but, uh, you know, I think I'm a very glass half empty person. And so when anything comes out, there's, you know, like with the Soka, like I think the outfit might tend to, to not age well. And so I want to wait to see how that shakes out before I commit to anything. I think the clone troopers are going to be fine, but, uh, that figure being pleather in the outfit kind of bothers me. So, um, and Scott's right. Hot toys will make a ton of these clone troopers and Ahsoka. So it's not like you know, it's not going to be like a super niche figure, like patrol trooper. That's going to skyrocket. Uh, I think there's going to be plenty to go around and I don't think any of us have to worry about not being able to get one. Dean on the joy of hobbying. Uh, we have, uh, quite a few things. So, uh, with the Django third party figure, I was looking at the accessories and I watched the movie today and I'm like, why didn't this come with the, the bounty? right for smitty bacall and the smitty bacall gang. Yeah. Super easy print. The file was online. Uh, hit it with some Tamiya weathering powder and it looks fantastic. I'm going to tuck it in his pocket and forget about it. And maybe six months from now when I'm messing with the figure, I'll find it and it'll make me smile. And sometimes it's all you need, but it makes me feel better about the figure. And then we also put up a, a uh, figure repair video for the joy of hobbying. Uh, I picked up um, uh, this mag tin and it had an issue with the neck, very easy repair. Uh, but I also did shoot two more videos that have been edited. I'm just waiting to upload them. And I'll probably stagger them so they don't come out all at once. But the next video we're going to upload is a teardown of this figure. So taking it from a full figure uh, all the way down to the body. I think there's a lot of people that um, uh, they've wanted to customize, but they're scared to even begin to customize. And this is a very simple figure to undress. It's like a six minute video, but I walk you through my thought process as I'm taking the figure apart. And I think it's a good stepping stone for someone that wants to get into customizing uh, that, you know, wants to see someone who's a little bit more experienced, take a crack at a figure. And uh, that's a pretty good video. And then the next video that I'm shooting is a figure that I got. And allegedly the seller didn't see there was a giant paint rub on the nose. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I had to repair, not repair, but I had to repaint the nose and try to match the factory paint. And I think I did a pretty good job on it. And so I have a video uh, showing you how I do that with three different paints that you can find at Hobby Lobby, which most of us have access to. And I walk you through 
pretty much start to finish uh, of repainting that nose. And it's not like a crazy long video. I did edit it some parts out, but uh, it's, it's a pretty easy tutorial to follow. And I think a lot of people have that issue where they'll get a figure or maybe they'll drop a figure and they'll have a tiny little paint rub and, and they totally feel like the figure is just gone forever. And it's really not that hard to, um, <clears throat> to fix that. Uh, Sean says this here, we can't read it for the audio people, but uh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but there's apparently some news there and people are saying they need to change their pants. So um, do with that information what you will. Dean, it's that time though. We promised the people in celebration of episode 125, we would do a bidet drawing and uh, we have, uh, it's time to do the drawing, Dean. This was uh, something that's sponsored by Watto Scrapyard, and we want to thank them for allowing us to do fun things like this. So, Dean, let's do our drawing. Uh, we'll do, let's make sure the wheel is right. We have, can you see this wheel, Dean? That's super grainy. It's grainy? Yeah. Okay, we'll figure that in a second. Okay, so we have five second spins. Okay. Last person wins it. Last person wins it. Why are they all black and red except those two? Oh, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> I think I don't know. That is weird. I don't like that. Let's okay. We'll we'll go. We'll, the people are waiting. Okay, tell me if you can hear the spin. I can hear it. Last person standing wins. Zach Spencer is out. Did you give them their bonus entries? I did. Okay. I did. I don't know why those are green, but it's really bothering me. Some of us should have like two. Yep. Ian CB. Mario. I realize someone's name is a typo. I'm I should have two entries. I don't know why I don't, but that's fine. Oh. Um, Eric Mariscal. Dean, if we if we were uh Dan Lee, another green one is out. Look, someone else turned green. Manny is out. Now it's really bothering me. I don't understand why it's green. Jason Nelson. Eric Marscal. Dean, I think you said that your uh, ads are now all bidet ads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That's fantastic. Sean Yahtzee. Let's check on the comments real quick here. Uh, Kev says, big money, spin the wheel. Danny says, my dirty BH. DJ says, forgot to enter. Now my BH will be dirty forever. <laughs> Renaissance man says, bidet drawing. LOL, dude, you haven't been listening to the show, man. That's how we do it on Collecting Weekly. We do it big on Collecting Weekly. Cody Wright. Dude, I'm, Dean, you could win a bidet here. I could. I'll probably go out next. Uh, Reese. Oh, another green is out. Eddie is out. Now someone else is green, though. Does roulette normally have one green? I don't know. I've never played roulette. Oh, my God, Dean, you could win. Stop saying that. I'm going to lose now. Oh, my gosh. All right, so we have Dean, Steven, Dan Lee, and Manny. <laughs> oh All gosh. of us are in town. Holy shit. Oh no, Dan, Dan Lee doesn't. Well, it doesn't matter. It's coming on Amazon. I'm not going to deliver it. Yeah. 
Oh no! Oh, all right, guys, we'll find the winner on the next episode. Oh <laughs> yeah! My God, man, he's gonna get a clean BH. No. Oh no, he's not. Oh, wow! Oh, that was, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh that man, so Dean and Stephen Kret. All right, we're down to two. Um, I can't watch. Danny says, "My heart is in your town." Ed, uh, <laughs> Eddie says, "LOL." Danny says, "SOB." I mean, it's 30 bucks. You can just buy one. Anyone can just buy one. Oh, Steven. wow. Steven Kret. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. Steven Kret wins the bidet giveaway. Nice. What a guy. Patreoni, fan of the show, friend of the show, one of my best buds, won the bidet giveaway. <laughs> Danny's said two beautiful BHs. <laughs> dude, my goodness. Wow. I was clenching, dude. I was clenching. That was fantastic, Dean. That was honestly, that was fun. I think the best way that we've done anything on the show ever. So yeah. congratulations that to Steven. That has to be the first time on in Twitch history that someone has streamed a bidet giveaway. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Uh, they said to send pics on OnlyFans. Fernando said he's going to start at OnlyFans. He's calling it OnlyFerns. Uh, anyways, so Dean, it's that time of the show where we thank our Patreonies for helping us do fun things like this. Yeah, Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Leo Hernandez, Danny Lee, Danny Martin, Stephen Kret, beautiful BH. Soon Jason to be. Nelson, yeah, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Purchase, Sean Yassi, Scott Bradley, Jesse Contreras, and the Stanleys. Bunch of lovely people there yeah. big shout out to you guys we sent out our patreoni packages on monday everyone should be getting them here in the next day or two uh let us know if there's any issues but i think everyone i think we double triple checked everything so uh the stickers that everyone will get is the only fools and collecting and the small talk jump the shark sticker I made sure to get those people that wanted the hollows their hollow version and then for the top tier members we gave them the i quit the show exclusive sticker uh courtesy of the meme of the show we have two tiers on patreon the five dollar sweet angel tier which is stickers the 15 dollars certified crispy tier which is a free sculpt painted by dark side customs once per year these crispy certificate i can help you with a figure fix if you need it and uh all the benefits of the previous tier uh we do have a mailing address collecting weekly 5886 days of all road suite 102 box number 292 san antonio texas 78249 if you guys want to send us any packages, mail, anything you want us to open on the show. And we also have a Facebook group, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. We just hit 300 members, and uh, we have we have a good time there. It's definitely um, definitely the group that keeps on giving. I realized, Dean, we've built this community where we can do all the buying, selling, trading we need within our members. I don't think I've bought outside of Ox in quite a while. I know, dude. Uh, it's fantastic. Let's look at the GIFs from the show uh, gifts, gifs. Uh, Fernando says bidet. Michael Jackson. Uh, Zach Spencer says God. After he finds out, I bought third party. Hello, this is God. You're not going to get into heaven after all. <laughs> um, and then PJ. I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I think we we're talking about bidets or something. So hopefully next show we get a few more that's gifs. A, that's a dry wipe. Oh God. <laughs> hopefully we get a few more comments next show. I want this to Dean, I'd like this to be a new segment, the the gif, the gif of the week. So yeah, we'll GIF, get that a gif with context. Yeah, that yeah, we need so like Rainer too. nailed it. Yeah, he, Rainer, fantastic. That's exactly what I want. Yeah, so, he did the context of the show and then the gif. So Dean, that'll be uh 
that'll be uh, your task going forward every show. But yeah, great show. Uh, we have uh, we have some fantastic content going up this week. I think uh, Small Talk they're recording. Uh, I believe they're recording Thursday. If uh, right, this is their week this week, or is it OFAX week? Should be Small Talk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, small talks going live this week. Uh, collecting rarities. That episode, Rainer, if you can shoot me the file, I need to get that up ASAP. Uh, we did delay, so we did delay auction to October. I think we only had like three or four items, and it wasn't really enough to make it a full uh, standalone. Uh, so if you're looking forward to this Saturday, I'm sorry, but you know, I didn't really have anything that I could auction, and, and neither did any of the other hosts. So uh, unfortunately, that is something that's going to get delayed. Uh, if you had items you were sitting on, definitely try to get it to us earlier than the week before. And that way we can spread out the workload. Uh, collecting Comics, their next show is going live next Monday. Sunday, next Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so in in five days. Uh, After Dark, Dean, uh, when do you want to do After Dark? Uh, shit, tomorrow. Oh, wait. There, small small talk might be Thursday. So probably Wednesday, late night Wednesday. Yeah could be a thing and then creeps are us uh we did a recording i think it was last week or the week before and that should be hitting the audio feed soon so definitely uh plenty of content for us to all enjoy going forward but uh yeah big shout out to chronicle collectibles they hooked us up with a really awesome care package can't say enough about yeah. amy and the team over there uh shout out to Wado scrapyard sponsoring us letting us do fun bidet giveaways with um his sponsorship money uh big shout out to steven Kret. congratulations for winning the bidet what a guy shout out to everyone that watched my joy of hobbing video i think i got some comments some thumbs up that's always appreciated and if you're watching the show and you like it give us a thumbs up give us a subscription that'd mean a lot uh, oh. definitely the thumbs up would mean a lot what happened yeah my youtube is it says an error occurred uh-oh Still got 30 people watching on YouTube yeah, right now. Was. Anyways, Dean, do you want to give any shout outs tonight? Um, shout out to Kev. What a guy, man. Shout out to all the pairs. Shout out to all the pairs. Mark says his first collecting weekly live chat. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Mark, for joining us tonight. Yeah. Uh, what a guy. Eddie says he thumbs down. That's not cool, dude. Just for that, I'm going to go eat uh, not at Whataburger tomorrow. Dude, 519 subs. What what a bunch of angels! Five hundred nineteen of them, to be exact. We're almost to a thousand now. Yeah, it's halfway there, baby. Anyways, Dean, uh, if you don't have any shoutouts, uh, I think uh, I shout think we're good here. Sweet Kev, and that's about it. Shout out to Sweet Kev. Shout out to all the Patreons. Like I said, you guys are um, you guys are great. Uh, before we end the show, Danny Lee says, "What do you guys think of the Squadron game video? I have not seen." Oh, it. I didn't get to watch it. I got interrupted. Yeah, Leonardo says after hours butt talk. Maybe on Wednesday. I got a lot of stories. We got to talk Odo Beckham Jr. poop story, uh, the weirdest shitting technique that anyone's ever seen. Dude, um, let's uh, let's watch the the trailer right now. Uh, it'll flag the video. Oh. We do that. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. Catch you on the next episode. Bye.